0: Shut up and, and sit, sit down. down. Three, two, one. <laughs> what? What? Come on. Come on. What? I can't. That's in, And then I'm like waiting. Wait. like four seconds
1: of silence. And yeah. Then you're just, like, Three, <laughs> two. <laughs> That's I started
0: laughing. All right. Here we go. Ready. You ready? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Three, two, one. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Con and Bob podcast with the one and only Bob and the one and only Con. because who else, who else would be here with you? But welcome everybody to this awesome podcast. I am joined by the one and only Robert, of course. How you doing, man?
1: I am well, buddy. How are you? How are you?
0: I'm doing pretty dang okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Rich, I am doing absolutely solid. Yep. Mediocre. just, you know, i a- <laughs> just a slightly (laughs) above
0: average (laughs) yeah uh no but like speaking of slightly above average how about the wrestling this week uh that was pretty good
1: yeah we're i was just saying like i thought that it was good there were a lot of the whole a lot of very good matches right Mm -hmm. nothing that stood out other than one or two matches maybe three that are really going to be like couple weeks down the road month down the road i'm gonna be like oh remember that yeah 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 for instance the uh the um gauntlet match
0: okay from a while ago
1: that match was like months ago and we'll still be able to talk about it like it happened this week
0: that's very true man yeah you bring up a good point there uh so
1: there was nothing that was that caliber but even matches such as like, just below that, right? I'm mm-hmm. trying to think of other ones on my, uh, <laughs> What'd you do there?
0: <laughs> Knock over my, that cup? <laughs>
1: no, my cat just jumped up on <laughs> my counter.
0: And Jeez. I think
1: I've been feeding him a bit too much because he's having a hard time making that dumb. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man, oh, man. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, yeah. yeah. Good. good. Good overall. Pretty solid Yeah, shows. good overall. Yeah. I, thought,
1: I thought both shows were good. Um, I thought... A lot of good.
0: Yeah, just a lot, a lot of, of good. good. All right, no, so. Not much bad. Without further ado, we might as well break down this a lot of good. Let's start off with the Braun Strowman segment. Uh, it opened up Monday Night Raw, and this was a very different but similar segment. You sounds like you've got something you want to say here. You're slamming your pen yeah, down. Well, yeah,
1: that, like, you took the words right out of my mouth. It felt the same, mm-hmm. but then there was the, you know what i think was the words he was saying was the same Mm -hmm. and like some of the things were the same but then just the aspect of um like him going backstage and like the destroying the limo and stuff like that
0: it felt very familiar like
1: it felt familiar in the sense of like old like it felt like older wrestling right yeah Vince McMahon when he was around a lot which made sense that he was in the segment. So,
0: and it also uh, it made sense to me that of course Braun Strowman would be fine by the uh the chairman of the board, right? But the fact uh, yeah. that they took away his WWE championship match. They they did that to try to create sympathy for Braun Strowman and it's also because he's not cleared to return to the ring. That's that's why they did that, but Is that the right way to try to go with Braun Strowman, creating sympathy for a man of his size and strength?
1: See, I don't know that it's necessarily sympathy, but more so a build. Like, in the aspect that, like, you know what? One, he's not cleared, so there's Mm -hmm. that. And then two, maybe it's not the right time right now, right? Like, maybe he what he's saying has some or what Paul Heyman's saying and other people are saying has some truth behind it right like you've lost to Brock before you've been beaten before why like why do you think now you're gonna be
0: yeah what's different now like honestly when you think about it
1: Ron what we were talking about last week Braun isn't necessarily saying anything's different he's just still saying the same thing that he said before Mm I'm tougher than Brock. I'm stronger than Brock. Scared of me, and we're like, we get it, we get it, we get it. And then you lose. So what? I don't know. It's yeah, just, there's uh, really, there's
0: really not much that's different this time around because no, if you if you think about it, he had a surgery. He's essentially not as strong as he was a year ago at the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. It, you know, like that is something to think about. Now, obviously, that is just speaking from real life sense, but like if you get surgery done on you and you come back, chances are you are not quite at the exact same position you were before the surgery. I mean, you're being opened up, right? So to expect Braun Strowman to go face off against Brock Lesnar after having elbow surgery, that's a stretch. One Kimura lock and it would be over. Yeah. hmm Uh, but anyways, I, I agree though. Anyways, though, uh, I, right. what I will say about that segment is, is Elias was awesome in his brief time. I
1: was just gonna, yeah. I literally have written that, and then I say backstage bit Elias in brackets with mm-hmm. a check mark and like and passified it. And but also, he was, he was amazing,
0: he, he really was. And also, Baron Corbin, he, he proved that Braun Strowman really is just a giant Neanderthal. Right, that's mm-hmm. really what he is because Baron Corbin has zero power. Yet he goaded Braun Strowman into following him into Vince McMahon's limo and ripping the door off. That's yeah. that was what Braun Strowman uh he got goaded into it by Baron Corbin. It, was, it made yeah. Corbin look like he's still a smart character, uh even though he is so despicable the the fact that he's still wearing like his general manager clothes to get heat I find so <laughs> funny, oh yeah, man I
1: do love it I think it's this is the good Corbin character yeah thing, like
0: he's right? such he's such a slime ball and you just yeah you, you almost gotta to love it. To to it yep you almost gotta love it uh okay then we way... will say quick oh,
1: though, uh, about that backstage the limo thing like just the flip we we've seen him yeah. do. That before, Mm -hmm. and I get it. He's a big, strong man who can flip things.
0: Yeah,
1: Yeah. but it and like from a production standpoint, from a broadcasting standpoint, I was sitting here kind of chuckling watching the cut, 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 yeah, the seven different angles Mm -hmm. just constantly changing, showing every single angle, and I'm like, I get it. Yeah, he's big. He's strong. We all know that he's big and strong. He can flip a limo. We get it. Mm-hmm. doesn't mean that he can beat Brock Lesnar.
0: Yep, I agree. And you also got to think back to like when they were building up Braun Strowman. Part of the reason that he got over was because he did so many outlandish things backstage. The repeating the same thing it, like you know he flipped the ambulance before now he flips a limo yeah. it's not impressive the second time that you see it around show us him doing something else that is an incredible feat of strength backstage if you want right but try not to repeat the same things over and over again because we've seen it and with the internet we never stop seeing it right so they need to kind of watch that with Braun Strowman it, it's very unfortunate that his character is uh, losing a lot of steam right now Um yeah.
1: I I like that it's offering up potential for other characters to elevate.
0: Yep, I do. But I don't think that to elevate other superstars, you have to... Take away a push and strong booking of another superstar, right? I uh, agree. So yeah, they need to work on his character a little bit, but I think he'll be fine through it 2019. They'll find a role for him. Uh let's Speaking
1: m- of strong booking.
0: Okay, yeah, nice little uh nice little segue there. Ron- I... Yeah, bleh, bleh, I almost messed up that word. Ronda Rousey <laughs> <laughs> And Sasha Banks teaming up to take on the tag team of Nia Jax and Tamina. You got what you wanted. Nia Jax and Tamina I... as a tag team
1: yeah that's fine i i like it (laughs) they're going to be in the uh in the announcement that we'll get to later yep um i i think that they'll be in it i don't see why they wouldn't
0: they make sense Um, they very well could be the first tag team champions
1: yeah and i but strong booking for me and this is sasha like so i don't know if it's just me noticing more but i feel like the last few weeks, in the last little while, Sasha has been, and she's always been a great wrestler, mm-hmm. but I think that she has been even better. Like I think that she's, you know,
0: you know what like, it a is, bit of
1: it. It might be the truth, like showing like her character. You know how like reality or uh, reality imitates character, whatever they say, like that. Yeah, I think it's partially a bit of that. Like she believes that she's the best, and from a technical standpoint. In the ring, I don't know that there's many in WWE that are better than Sasha Banks.
0: Yeah, that's a fair statement to say. Uh, on, the,
1: on the women's roster, on the you know what, roster. on
0: on both, let's let's Even give her on that. The men's she's roster, she's probably top ten. She's fantastic. Let's let's not undersell her. It was not no. too long ago where she was the hype of NXT. She was mm-hmm. the hype of the future of the women's division. People were saying Sasha over Charlotte. Right? That was not long ago. So this is definitely not out of left field for Sasha Banks to be hot again. Um, no. it's all it took was the right feud and some right booking and a couple of wins on Monday Night Raw being spotlighted and for Sasha. Good showing getting yeah. the opportunity mm-hmm.
1: to show well. And the thing that really stood out for me was the way that she handled Naya and Tamina, who are both significantly larger in stature than her. Yes. In height and weight and everything and the way her agility combined with her strength Mm -hmm. and the actual like transitions of moves, I'm just noticing it a lot more recently and being like, Oh, she's, she looks really good in the ring. Mm -hmm. Like if she continues wrestling like this, yeah. If she continues wrestling like this, you can't not have her as a singles star, right? Like,
0: yeah you know what though like part
1: of me even thought she could if they wanted to go really left field and just kind of catch everyone off guard and have something memorable she could be the first one to beat
0: yeah i i am gonna hold my horses and thinking (laughs) that that's gonna happen uh i don't think that's gonna happen anywhere else but wrestlemania if it happens this year um I it's starting to tease the four horsewoman feud again.
1: Well, like, I was gonna say when yeah. she was walking off, she she held up the, up four. the four. Yeah, and so I was like, ooh, there's that. Okay. <laughs> there's that little bit
0: in me that is like, okay, like let's see Rhonda beat Becky Lynch at WrestleMania. Let us let's say let's say she's knocked off Charlotte now, mm. or no? Did she? No, she no she if she did get the win over Charlotte through disqualification. Correct. Technically, yeah. yeah. So she's knocked off Charlotte. Maybe she knocks off Sasha Banks, and what if she knocked off uh, Becky Lynch at or yeah Becky Lynch at the Royal? R- oh, my God, WrestleMania. Yeah, WrestleMania. There we go. Holy, been a long day. Um, <laughs> but yeah, imagine, and then
1: the fourth is Bailey, right?
0: Yeah. So then you get so a she win in there. Do
1: Bailey before WrestleMania even. What if it that could was be the, at the uh, elimination chamber? Yeah.
0: Right? yeah. Or, I they're probably gonna have a well no because they got the women's tag team match. Yeah, I don't know. I don't it's gonna like be weird. Called-
1: I don't think that they'll have that many, right? I think that because they have the women's tag team uh, one, I don't know that they're going to do a women's one. They don't have yeah, that many yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think. They're going to need 12 superstars. Well, for the, what do uh, they have?
0: They have... Oh, I, kn- I knew this math when, I, when the Royal Rumble was going on last year. I, I think they have 20... 20 something superstars under the the rostered contract or with rostered contracts is something like that uh but there's a couple more now that nXt call- ups have happened yeah. but yeah I, I don't i think I agree with you I don't think that one will end up being in a uh elimination chamber match no. you could have the the headlining women's match be Bailey versus um Rhonda Rousey that's what I, yeah that's you what could I was yeah like like you were saying there, but also that would then take away Bailey from being in the uh the tag team match that with is, sasha yeah. banks awesome which hug. Which, if Sasha Banks does have a really good showing, which she is going to have against Ronda Rousey, then you'd almost like for them to run while she's hot and give them the tag team titles then, right? The Boston Hug mm-hmm. Connection is the first ever women's tag team. You could also then lead that into WrestleMania for a 4 woman storyline, right? Your tag yep. team titles could be a part of it somehow or, or whatever. It, it would work. So they've got a lot of options uh, coming out of the Royal Rumble, which is really nice.
1: Yeah. Good match though. Mm-hmm. Rhonda and Sasha pick up the win. Sasha taps out Tamina. Um I yep. liked it.
0: Yep. Uh one little thing Sasha on the good. one little thing on the promo afterwards. Rhonda can't be apologetic moving forward. We gotta stop seeing no. that. Yep. Stop no. apologizing, be a badass. That's what we need to do. I
1: didn't really like the promo post match, but
0: Sasha stood is... out. Sasha stood yeah, out on Sasha, the mic.
1: Sasha was obviously good. I think it's tough anytime they have uh And like you said, being so like, Oh, I'm so sorry. And then like chasing her out of the, what I would have liked is like her to run out of the ring and then like maybe grab her and then get a little tough. Right. Yeah. Like the say, you know, what
0: would have been awesome is just a simple line like this turns her around and say, you don't walk away from the champ something yeah, like and that. Then yeah. Even
1: a little bit of a scrap. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I I want to see them keep their hands off each other for a little bit longer. Let's give it another week before the physical altercation happens.
1: Next week. Next week it'll happen. Yep. You heard it here first.
0: <laughs> All right. Let's go in to the Revival versus Loose versus Lucha House Party. These guys I uh, I mean, the Revival finally got their revenge for those stupid I... Lucha House rules. Uh <laughs>
1: I know, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm happy. I'm hoping that this starts a, um, like a winning streak.
0: Yeah, I think I think it's gonna.
1: The revival. You know what but...
0: it's looking like they're gonna do, though, is they've put the revival down so much with these conspiracies, right? Yeah. Uh, over, overall, like, they've been losing a lot, but now they've got this momentum going, but they won through shady ways, right? <laughs> and if they continue to win through shady ways, then it's going to be like, well, weren't you just complaining about the exact same thing that happened like just a few weeks before? And that's going to create such a good heel tag team because whining when things don't go your way, but then cheating when when you can, it's such a great yeah. heel tag team.
1: It's... uh. Yeah, it's like lie, Cheat Steel, right? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. A little bit. A <laughs> little bit of that. Light cheat steel to win. So mm-hmm.
0: But I'm gonna <laughs> say it right now. The revival need the tag team championships mm-hmm. now. All right. Like give it to us as soon as it's possible. Whether that's on Raw next week, whether that's at the Royal Rumble, give us the tag team championships on the revival. Needs to happen.
1: I think it's uh I think it's a Royal Rumble pre-show match to be yeah. honest um unfortunately unfortunately mm-hmm. but i think it's not the revival's fault i think it's the champion's fault right now and nothing against bobby and gable obviously you know how much i love both of those guys mm-hmm. in the ring as individual i just think that that tag team doesn't have enough story to it it doesn't have enough
0: they were, they were rushed. They were rushed. Yeah,
1: that like it deserves to be on the main card.
0: Yeah, and like when you try Especially to
1: mesh when you have the SmackDown tag titles uh, picture of all these different tag teams, how often that one's on the pre-show?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm like, those tag teams just feel more important. No offense to the guys. on...
0: No, I, I don't think that's uh, offensive at all to the uh, to either Gable or Bobby Roode. They they were two single superstars meshed together when. Yeah. They didn't have anything going on. Like, they just kind of threw them together. It's If you're going to put two single superstars together, you might as well lean into the tag team a little bit sooner and don't give them crap stuff. I mean, let's be honest. The reason that they are not elevated to the level that we want them to is because they got their robes pissed on by Drake Maverick. Like, that P segment took all yes, of the, uh, the momentum under the sails uh, from Chad Gable, Bobby Roode, and the Authors of Pain. Like, just the, those segments alone, they kind of hurt those characters, uh, which is really unfortunate. It
1: Uh, sucks, because Drake Maverick was so good right when he came in.
0: Yeah, and I mean, like, I uh, I think Authors of Pain will have another run in in the near future. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're just letting them fade off TV while the image of that peeing segment just leaves our brain.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Okay, Vince McMahon, he came out pretty awesome to see Vince on TV every time. The man looks great for his age. I still can't get over that. Yeah, very good segment. Good
1: segment. segment. I, I, the Finn and Vince
0: thing, mm. I really enjoyed. Let me tell you something that I love with that. It is a huge callback to earlier in 2018 when Finn Balor was using that whole over thing. Do you remember that all over Twitter where he was like filling every single word that had the word over in it and putting it in all caps because Vince McMahon thought he wasn't over with the fans? And... <laughs> It just was a huge callback to that, and I loved that. That was some great storytelling. Remember when I say plant those seeds everywhere? That Planting seed seeds. that seed was planted a year ago, and it finally yeah. grew into something in the form of Finn Balor getting a massive, yeah. massive push.
1: I, I, I just think that they did this so well. Mm-hmm. Th- this one night, they did so well by Finn. They did. The fact that, he goes out there he's the fourth guy out there after john cena comes out after uh baron corbin and drew mcintyre come out and they're these big guys Mm -hmm. john massive obviously drew huge and massive and baron's just a big guy tall as hell yep and then finn Balor, who's like our height and weighs less than yeah probably. yep <laughs> <laughs> well pretty
0: close pretty close <laughs> and
1: starts talking to Vince and th- I love the line well you, you know you're agile you're athletic but there's a whole lot of beef in here I love that line yep one because like who the hell says there's a lot who says beef only Vinny Mac like come on <laughs> but oh. also because i just think it was so well done the way that he's like playing him down Mm -hmm. and then you add in the aspect that uh he goes backstage and then it turns into
0: jinder mahal stopping him who by the way had a really good promo backstage You got to give credit where credit is due. Like, he actually had a good promo backstage.
1: You know why I thought he didn't have the, like, sound to him? Where he's like, the the modern day Maharaja.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah,
1: Where he's trying to be, like, Mm menacing. I'm like, he was just being a slimy heel. Yep, which is and he was speaking normal.
0: I I'd, I'd honestly like, like to see his character get a bit of a reboot in 2019. Yeah. Just I know the Singh brothers and Alicia Fox are a big part of his character thing, but maybe let's stop stop focusing on him being a foreigner heel and let's try something different with them. Yeah. Maybe like I, I know I
1: really want to see the Singhs as a tag team. I want to see the Bolly, was Bolly, Bollywood boys? Uh,
0: Bollywood boys. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I really want to see that uh in wwe because it also just helps to have even keep them stabled with ginger i don't care yeah but have them wrestle they're wrestlers
0: i agree i like, absolutely agree with you on that what one. what
1: is with this thing of taking wrestlers that are capable of wrestling and making them sideshow manager yeah type. i'm like <laughs> that is a good Come beef on, to have man.
0: definitely a good beef to have
1: <laughs> yeah it's um, so annoying. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a good segment, though. It uh, led to the Fatal 4-Way later, but first Finn Balor had to face Jinder.
0: Uh, that was a little and, bit later, actually. Yeah, we, but
1: that's, that's yeah. what that whole segment came from. Gender ended up weaseling his way into a match against Finn Balor, yeah. and then the winner of that got to be in the Fatal 4-Way.
0: Exactly. Uh, Anyways, though, we then had the showing from a new WWE superstar, Nikki Cross. Nikki wants to play. Nikki wants to play. Like, yeah. Oh, she is going to be so good on this main roster. Her, I
1: love it. I love her character, man. Yeah,
0: like, this so crazy character that we haven't really seen anything like her before. They, Not on nothing, the women's
1: roster, for sure.
0: Nothing comes to mind. Even in the men's roster, like, there's just I mean, nobody. I've a
1: hard time thinking, but they're, yeah. It,
0: like, we've had some like, psychotic characters before, but she is, like, something else. It's just that she is yeah. she's so fun and so unpredictable that you don't know what's going to happen.
1: I I love her character. I love like this. Uh, this match was good too. Really good. I it mean, was. Ride Squad's always great. Uh, it was a little clunky at times. Natty, it, Natty's great. They're all yeah. great wrestlers throughout. Um, mm-hmm. more so on the one side than the other side. Yeah. Because uh, Natty, honestly, Natty's a dying breed. I realize this match. She's part of a dying breed. She is one of the very few true technical wrestlers left.
0: Yep, okay. I'll and give I that. think
1: she's probably one of the best technical wrestlers. She's probably the best technical wrestler on the women's roster and one of the top in the men's as well, like, overall roster. Mm-hmm. She's very good technically sound. Like, she is like a she's a heart she's a heart like, and it makes sense yeah right? she
0: was trained <laughs> like in the heart family dungeon right like it does yeah. show yeah
1: it shows you're like that's a tech that is a wrestler right that's not an athlete in mm-hmm. the aspect of like this agile athleticism and stuff that's not this or that she is a God damn Matt wrestler. She can wrestle the hell out of you.
0: It's almost unfortunate that Natalia didn't have... I mean this in no disrespect whatsoever, but just like a better voice. You know, it's almost... It's very unfortunate that she just doesn't quite have that promo-sounding voice. She always feels a little bit forced, but that's just the way that she speaks, and this is no disrespect to her whatsoever. Because if she had the promo ability of, say, a uh, Sasha Banks or Charlotte imagine what natalia could have been as well like because there's no doubt she is a fantastic wrestler but she's almost like the upper mid card who can go into any main event that you want but we're not going to roll the title with you for super long you'll get it here and there but you're going to be a major role player for our division you're not necessarily going to be the person that we turn to for absolutely everything the Um, one
1: thing i will say sorry um well, first, we'll say Nikki, Natty, and uh, Bailey ended up winning this match. Yes. It was a good match. What did you think of the match itself?
0: The match itself, like I said, it was it was good. Uh, it had a few clunky moments, and I would have liked to see Nikki Cross pick up the final pinfall on her first night on Monday Night Raw. Other than that, though, it was solid. Uh, but Riot Squad needs something to do. Boy, they need something.
1: The, the one thing I noticed with um, Natty, or with Nikki, rather, sorry, I love her character. I think she's an interesting moveset. She's very like intriguing. It's very fun. Mm-hmm. I don't know that this character, though, is a world champion character, but mm-hmm. this is the thing that I love about the inclusion of the women's tag titles now. I think that she's a phenomenal tag team champion, like partner you know it'd be it really cool such an interesting weird tag team right like a one person who's just so sound and like a natty like a natalia yeah who's like super well sound mindset and in the ring everything and then there's just this psychotic wild card <laughs> partner of hers that she she's yeah. under wraps at all times and i like
0: I'd like to see Ember Moon and Nikki Cross paired up as a tag team. Yeah. I think that, that would be a would really think. fun cuz Ember Moon has that same kind of like freakish like she's got something different with her but at the same time she's yeah. such a cal- she's such a calm and gentle yeah. person like you know that I think that would make for some really cool promo segments like backstage segments Nikki just running around and Ember looking like what am I gotten myself into here like <laughs> um but yeah, like so yeah, that match overall was decent and like you said Nikki Cross would yeah, be she'd be really good in a tag team um,
1: I think so too. Yeah that with the I women's tag titles for like hot tags She'd be great for hot tags. Yep, and the beautiful thing so is loose
0: Is that she is such a uh, a baby face right now because she's so crazy But at the same time her character can easily flip to a heel at any point.
1: That's the thing I think this character as a heel Mm-hmm. Might be able to be a world champion. It's a very
0: Sammy Callahan type of feel to a character. Yeah. As a I baby face, not gonna work. Heel. Mm. I think as
1: a face, it's just too fun. Yeah. To be a world champion. Like, right. Like it's yeah. Like No Way Jose is so much fun. <laughs> but you're never gonna land to be your world champion with this character.
0: Yeah. Right? Very true. Very oh. true. Uh, that's a good way of putting it. Let's move on though, because then we had the Balor versus Jinder Mahal. Uh, like Jinder Mahal, he had a good uh promo segment backstage, but the match was just a okay. clear squash match meant to put over Finn yeah. Balor. And there's really not much else to talk about other than that. Finn Balor looked but solid. Again, yeah, it was. Yeah, Finn.
1: Yeah. I. This was part of the. Good booking for Finn as a face, I think. Yep, it's I agree. It's the overcoming the adversity. It's the overcoming the negative thought of your boss, right? Like, it's like Daniel Bryan having to win a match before he could go on to win the championship at WrestleMania, right?
0: Yep, exactly.
1: So it's the same thing where it's like, oh, yeah, no, 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 you're in the fatal four way match. Oh, actually, you have to beat gender first. And then mm-hmm. you're in the for fatal four way match. And that's not how it went. I know that gender got to pick his opponent and he obviously picked finn because he's the smallest Smallest, but then all of a sudden here's finn thinking backstage oh yeah i'm in the fatal four-way match getting taped up already and then someone comes into his dressing room and goes oh by the way vince said that you have to fight gender first Mm -hmm. so now all of a sudden he's like are you kidding me i just had to verbally prove to him and show him in the ring there that i am competitive enough to go for this and now he's like, oh no, you have to have another match. Yeah. I think though just from a face standpoint, it helps that underdog build, right?
0: I absolutely agree. There's there's nothing better than watching an underdog be built up. I love yeah. watching it. When they overcome all the odds. That's that is what wrestling is all about. And WWE throughout 2018 just kind of forgot about the underdog stories. Mm-hmm. They're really, really good. And it's what gets people invested into the shows So mm-hmm. Finn Balor man. And imagine if Finn Balor pulls off This victory over Brock Lesnar
1: I, It could I happen could. It could I think happen could.
0: Like, I think it could be Seth versus Finn At Wrestlemania You might be onto something there And imagine or if Finn Balor comes out in the demon paint that. Like if he comes out in the demon paint Against Brock Lesnar How do you not have him go over You got I to know. Right you have to And to me, there's no other way to return the demon character other than that. Oh, yeah,
1: no, 100%. The last
0: time we were supposed to see it was when it was supposed to be Finn Balor versus AJ Styles. Or, no, sorry, when it was Finn Balor versus uh, Bray Wyatt with that weird cross-dressing thing, and then Finn Balor ended up facing AJ (laughs) Styles, but he was in the demon paint. That's the last time we saw that.
1: I know. That's so long ago. It's been a while, and also, like, like, just the things that you could play on without, like, oh, Brock can beat the dead man, Brock mm-hmm. can beat the Phenom, but he can't beat the, the demon. demon. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, that's
0: a good tagline. Woo!
1: Stuff like that <laughs> is so cool to me, man. Like, I think, I think this is huge. Also, we kind of just gave away the Fatal 4-Way uh, finish. We totally did. Right. I'm well, sure we'll most people
0: listening know match. what it is. Yes. Uh, next yeah. match. Triple threat match. Intercontinental title. Rollins, Ambrose, Lashley. We have a new Intercontinental Champion. I like it. I do too. Let me tell you something though. I did not expect Lashley to win this match. I expected either a trade back and forth like Seth Rollins winning back the IC Championship from Dean Or Dean Ambrose retaining it through whatever means. I saw Bobby Lashley being in there as just to be something different for the feud of Ambrose and Rollins. But now what I love about this is this opens up Rollins and Ambrose to go do, whether it be feud with each other or go into the world title picture, whatever it may be, Rollins and Ambrose are now free from the mid-card picture if they want them to and especially with the no automatic rematches for uh for Ambrose. Yeah. He's out of there and he could be a main event heel player. There's a lot of shifting coming up in the WWE and I love it.
1: Yeah. I um I felt I didn't think about it beforehand. I was like, "Oh, Ambrose will probably retain, maybe Seth will." Mhm. And then maybe 5 minutes into the match, my mind started thinking Maybe Lashley should win. Maybe he could win, and I was like, he should win. All of a sudden, I transitioned <laughs> my mind to: this is the perfect opportunity for Lashley to win the title and see what he can do with the as a heel champion. Yes,
0: and I yes, agree it's with not that. not
1: the world title, but it's the Intercontinental it's... title, and see what he can do with it. And right? you know what? Let him dominate the mid card division
0: the ic title title. has been hot like there is absolutely no reason for bobby lashley when he picks up this title he's not coming on to a cold title right Mm -hmm. (laughs) now that wordplay kind of sounds really funny (laughs) um anyways and i also think
1: that leo rush can be perfect as like a type of person to be like interrupting the announcer and be like hey The almighty like introducing Mm -hmm. him as the Intercontinental Champion, right? Yeah. I I think I I midway through this match I was like a hundred percent this should happen. And then I was like, when it did, I was like, yes, also that spear was just vicious looking. Mm -hmm. Like he did a full-blown
0: It was a crazy spear with it. But, like, also, nice. playing back to last week, you and me, remember when we were talking on here, we said that this was the version of Bobby Lashley that they wanted to have in the WWE. Like, this heel-dominant Bobby Lashley with somebody as his mm-hmm. microphone uh, in Leo Rush. This is what they wanted, and this is, like, the best rendition I think we've ever seen of Bobby Lashley. In at WWE. Least. In WWE, sure. in WWE, sure. yes. Yeah, Noah, um, very happy um, with next, it.
1: So, yeah, I was... Ex- static with it and i, I agree i am intrigued to see where they go with rollins and ambrose moving forward hopefully upward mm-hmm. um but next we had the moment of bliss second episode yeah. I wasn't yeah. huge on it because they didn't give it the time again
0: they like yeah it was the weird eh? women's
1: tag titles i loved it i thought that was great they look awesome
0: beautiful titles
1: They look amazing. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden I was like, okay, this is, this is good. Let's see. uh, Let's see where this is going. And then as soon as she asked like the first question, Paul Hayden was the guest on it. He answered and then it got interrupted. And I'm like, you're not going to build a show by constantly interrupting it.
0: I absolutely agree. The, when I was watching it, like basically there was too much that went on in this Mm -hmm. moment of bliss you started us off by basically introducing. How did it go? Did they introduce the tag titles right off the starter? Was that middle of the segment? I can't remember. Uh, was that middle or the titles, the start? The or,
1: titles started the segment. Right,
0: because Alexa Bliss unveiled those, she and then Paul Heyman she, talked, right. she
1: unveiled them. And okay, then she brought out Paul.
0: Right. Blitz. Yeah. So Alexa Bliss in throughout this moment of bliss segment, we got the tag team <laughs> titles revealed. Paul Heyman cutting a massive promo, putting over uh, uh, Drew McIntyre. We had Otis Dojovic making his debut on the Raw roster, being very He's weird. showing, yeah. Yeah, showing. showing. And then you also had uh, Tucker Knight then come out to try to pull him away. Let me say something, WWE. Random does not equal funny. Do yeah. not do random stuff. Make stuff that makes sense. Because, like, we're going to flash forward to SmackDown here. The opening segment lasted about a half hour, and it flowed so well, it made sense. You know, yes. absolutely every bit in that made sense. Raw, on the other hand, there with the Moment of Bliss thing, it was very disjointed. It didn't make any sense for Otis Dojovic to be coming out other than to show that this guy's going to be weird. Be excited for this. But he wasn't even debuting on Raw. He's just
1: uh, no. out there. I, it, um, it was very weird. I think what they should have done, mm-hmm. what would have made the most sense story-wise, unveil the women's tag titles on moment of bliss i loved it i thought it was great yes have stephanie mcmahon come out maybe to talk to be the interview subject of alexa bliss to talk about the women's tag titles to talk about elimination chamber Mm -hmm. and the tag match which was also revealed that that's how they're crowning the first women's tag title champions um uh six women three from raw three from smackdown elimination chamber which is six why teams. we don't yeah yeah six yep. sorry six teams uh three from smackdown three from raw in the elimination chamber to decide the first ever women's tag title champions which is why we don't think that there's going to be a women's title yeah in elimination. An elimination chamber so i i think that they should have if you want to unveil the tag titles on moment of bliss do it but Have the interview make sense to that?
0: I agree. Yeah, the right? you know what they got a lot of potential with this moment of bliss stuff. Like mm-hmm. there is potential with it. They've got cool graphics. They've got a cool setup for it on the. They've got it's, an
1: amazing character hosting it. Yeah, and heel. like it's not in These the things ring. Always go over better when their heels do
0: it. Yeah, right? I agree. Yeah, like and it's not in the ring, so it's just got a different feel to it being up on the the yeah. stage. But you gotta give us interviews that make sense. What makes Ms. TV so fun to watch is that he has guests that make sense why he has them out there, right? He plays the storyline along with it. What they did with this one is they just crammed too many stories into one talk show segment, and that doesn't work. You gotta have the interview and the interviewee, right? Mm. Uh Okay, so then that passes on over to the main event. We already briefly touched on it, but Balor versus Cena versus McIntyre versus Corbin. Finn Balor picks up one of the biggest wins of his career. I was about to say the biggest, but his universal title win is definitely bigger. Yeah. But this is one of the biggest wins of his career, right up there. Uh, massive, massive win for Finn Balor. It was awesome to watch. Cena did the job. Fantastically putting Finn Balor over at the end there,
1: and the promo at the end of that yep. after was really good as well. It
0: really was. But one thing I will say here that really surprised me is Baron Corbin did not look out of place in that nope, fatal four he way. looked
1: really good, and I really liked that fatal four ways triple threats are no disqualification. Mm-hmm. Nobody make use of it weapons that often which also we saw it twice this night we saw it in the triple threat match for the ic title where dean and seth teamed up to take on like take out bobby for a bit and they used the steps they Mm -hmm. picked up the stairs and ran through use it why wouldn't you leo rush interfered a lot that was great tonight we saw it it was baron right Mm -hmm. he grabbed the chair started beating people with a chair right yeah so I, i just like that they're like Hey, this is a no disqualification. Go get a weapon. Logic. Do something illegal. Yeah. Think logically as a heel? As a heel? Why not? Why wouldn't you do that? Going to do that as a face, sure. Respect and whatever hustle and loyalty or whatever.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All that John Cena crap. And invisibility (laughs) and whatever. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) But as a heel, cheat.
0: Cheat. Yep. <laughs> Cheat. I agree.
1: You Cheat. <laughs> yep. Do <And> it. <laughs> I thought it was really well done, and I thought, like you said, Baron looked good in the match. He didn't look out of place. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I I, and I thought the any one of them could have really. I mean, Baron is Corbin
0: was not going to win sport. it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Could have won, but realistically, Drew could have won. Mm-hmm. John could have won. Finn. won. Well, I think Finn from a development point was the right person the
0: show would have felt incomplete if finn hadn't have won it because of the way it was built it was very like when now you look back on the show you're like okay that was very obviously a show about finn balor right this was his show it's like
1: finn balor was the star of this episode (laughs) yeah
0: exactly uh but yeah he did great we are gonna get lesnar versus balor at the royal rumble oh hell yeah that's gonna be good Lesnar I'm apparently insane. asked to work against Balor as well, so I think that is he's going to put his oh. best effort in that match. Going to be a really good one. Let's move oh. on over to SmackDown Live, the January fifteenth edition. Uh, so this this SmackDown episode, like you said earlier, there was a lot of good wrestling. And there is one really, 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 really freaking good match uh, mm-hmm. throughout the week. And that took place on this edition of SmackDown Live. We will talk about that in just a moment's notice. But we started off the show with Becky Lynch. And uh, Becky looked like an absolute star. She got the camera treatment that somebody like The Rock, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Hulk Hogan pulling would get.
1: Into the, pulling into yeah.
0: the yeah, Vince McMahon gets oh. that type of camera treatment. Becky Lynch, awesome. the star of SmackDown Live. And when she's walking the star, through...
1: The star of WWE. Yeah,
0: yeah, the star of WWE. And when she was walking through, you know, she had that little uh, segment with uh, the New Day and then Heavy Machinery again. Getting lots of weird TV time. But I love how WWE is starting to make their wrestlers do things for memes or do things for gifts. Kofi yeah. King, or uh, Xavier Woods ripping his shirt off to show the man with like the confused look on his face is one of the funniest <laughs> things you'll see. Like, oh my god! If you got a, if you got a few moments, look that up, folks. It's really, really funny. If you happen to miss that part, but uh, yeah, Becky Lynch is an absolute star. The Iconics held their own.
1: Oh, did they?
0: Yeah, I did thought they? their promo like work that. was excellent. Billy Kay. Billy Kay had good timing for the first time in a while, maybe, maybe ever. She felt like she had good timing on the microphone. She's always been able to deliver lines, but her timing of the, Mm -hmm. what was it that she was saying, but, or whatever it was, or, and that weird, just like break word. I forget what it was that she said. That might've been it, whatever it was, her timing felt good there. And Peyton Royce then carried on the rest of the promo and the two worked off each other. And I thought it was really well done
1: from an in-ring standpoint too i thought it was all right i thought because they led to peyton royce taking on becky yeah it led because becky came out oscar came out she was shit talking oscar oscar came out she was shit talking her and then they're just going at each other and then the iconics came out Mm -hmm. and said that they're gonna be in the or they claimed that they're gonna be in the elimination chamber i think they should be i I assume they should be yeah um and they then were talking down to them and and just it's going to be iconic (laughs) i love that superman pose yeah the little cape pose
0: its just so awesome i love it but
1: i i thought that they did well there and then i really liked um the matches as well it led to becky not being in attire just in like street clothes being like Okay, which you know what fight me then. i I'll would show you who the man is.
0: i would almost love for becky lynch to have that attire all the time the man t-shirt oh, with yeah, the jeans looks awesome that looks like mega star mm-hmm. right like mm-hmm. that stone cold steve austin type of feel to it uh, she has so much potential. It's not even funny. I know. Twenty nineteen. We thought twenty eighteen was the like the last uh, last couple of months was the bit of Becky Lynch, but twenty nineteen, we are going to see what she's really all about. We have a yeah. megastar on her hands, and it's really exciting to watch unfold.
1: I'm excited. Um, and uh, she she wrestled, and they that match actually lasted a while, which is great. Yeah, Peyton. Peyton
0: Peyton Royce got a good showing with the champ or former champ, yeah, I should say.
1: And uh. With the true champ.
0: Yeah, the true champ. Uh,
1: <laughs> with WWE's champ. Yeah, there you go. Um, But, like, yeah, it was a good match. And it, I liked it, too, because, like, Becky still just shows, like, she's not dominant, but she will kick your ass.
0: Yep. She doesn't give up, right? That's that's yeah. what Becky's all about. She's not going to give up in that match. She's they, I like that they don't book her as a dominant person because no. she... She isn't right. That's never been her character. Her
1: transitions into the disarmer have gotten oh, as a heel. as God. a heel that she is now, and they've been so good because mm-hmm. it's just literally out of nowhere. Like the RKO is out of nowhere. The disarmer is out of nowhere. Yep, you don't you don't like, know when it's going to happen.
0: Oh, but you know what also there. is out of nowhere is Oscar's Oscar lock. Oh, that thing looks really, really, yeah. really strong. She's putting it in yeah. deep. She wants to sell this idea that she is a badass champion. And Oscar there's nobody scarier on the microphone than when she gets going in that Japanese there. I wish she would just speak it all the time. I don't want to hear her speak English. Come out, say the person's name, Becky. (laughs) (laughs) Right. That's what I want to hear.
1: I love that. It led to Oscar versus Billy. Yep. And, uh, and the way that she did it, she just got in the ring and started yelling in Japanese, and they're like, hey, "She's angry." I don't, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> like, like, yeah,
0: like there's nothing scary. Wow! Like, no!
1: And then Billy got in the ring, and they did it well mm-hmm. too, to book Asuka as a dominant champion because she gets in the ring, and after a ten-plus minute match, would you say for uh, Peyton and yeah, Buddy?
0: yeah, it was around that time. It was about I would 10 say ten minutes. Yeah. yeah, roughly. I think it lasted a commercial break. There
1: was. Yeah, there was a 30-second match between mm-hmm. Asuka and Billy. Yeah. It was, she got in the ring, and she made her tap like that. like.
0: And I also loved how was awesome. she was, it, remind me if I'm wrong here, I could be remembering something else, but she was going for Becky Lynch's, like, disarmor, right? And then she flipped her over into yeah. the uh, Asuka lock. It, I think so. I think that's how that happened. I could be remembering something else. I watch a lot of wrestling, but... um. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. so yeah, that if that is how that ended, if I'm remembering that correctly, I thought that was a pretty cool transition. If it didn't, well, I mean, still a good match.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and then uh, we led to, good segment overall, really good. It led to, uh, after the next segment was. AJ Styles. Oh yeah, we did get that AJ, uh, the AJ. Yeah, AJ. Which I I liked. I thought that this one was better than Daniels.
0: Really? Okay, um, see, I'm the other way around. I thought Daniel's mic work was delivered better, but I liked the brawl uh, I, that's more I mean. so that's here what I, mean. okay. I think that Daniel's right.
1: mic work was great. I think I love the aspect that AJ's throwing free merchandise yep. out to fans, and then I love the aspect that Daniel's in the crowd of people and attacks AJ.
0: Yep, I agree. Uh, one thing WWE needs to, I know they've got just like the highest of production quality possible, and so who, I am, who am I to say anything on this, but You got to be a little bit careful if you're going to have that many fans around and cutting a promo, you got to hear the promo from AJ Styles. It was very tough to hear at times. Um, Yeah, I know I'm nitpicking here, but like, you know, if you're going to do more of these segments, which it seems that WWE is starting to right, using more of the arena as opposed to just the ring make sure that you can hear the superstars cut their promos because it was at times Mm -hmm. difficult to hear what AJ was saying that also is cool like you know hearing the fans be that loud but when he's delivering important lines on a pretty high-profile story we got to hear what he's saying so that was just my little uh, nitpicking thing there out of that segment Um, if this match is going to like exceed their other matches. I think it needs a either no disqualification tag or it needs a false count anywhere or or something along those lines like an extreme rules maybe but extreme rules doesn't really seem to fit this feud the false count anywhere makes sense because they've been all over the arena.
1: Um, Yeah, that could be good.
0: So I I know we just saw a Falls Count Anywhere match uh, with Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose, which makes it feel kind of rehashed. But at the Royal Rumble, a Falls Count Anywhere match, I think, could be pretty cool. You could make use of the backstage area and, like, you know, have all the superstars warming up for the Royal Rumble, and there'd be a brawl in there. Um, Two to
1: three Falls matches are... Technically, anywhere.
0: yeah, right? yeah, uh, no, no, not anywhere. You can have a no. false count anywhere two out of three falls match if they wanted that to. That one might not be bad. That would be pretty cool. But again,
1: it depends how much time you want to give up, right?
0: Yeah Um. It, it should get a lot of time though. I mean, it's the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, there's Obviously, not a lot of matches like show or whatever. Yeah, there's there's not a lot of <laughs> matches on it so far I think you only have the women's and the men's Royal Rumble then you've got your four championship matches um I don't know if you've got anything else other than that announced right now for it.
1: Um, Back to SmackDown, though. Yep, we'll back to this. SmackDown. Up next, we had Ollie versus Joe, right? Yes, correct. Well, uh, kind of. Oliver <laughs> versus Joe Frazier. Uh,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> not at all.
0: Samoa Joe. Ollie um, <laughs>
1: versus Samoa Joe.
0: Yeah, uh, um, we're going to get this feud.
1: Didn't happen. Didn't happen because Joe beat... The living piss out of Ali.
0: Did he ever? Which
1: was really good. It mm-hmm. just showed, like, I'm bigger and tougher and more dominant than you, and I will.
0: It's like manhandle you in a way. It's like Samoa Joe trial. saying, "Don't forget about me." because yeah. like there's been these call-ups recently you know he's starting yeah. to fall a little bit one down of the, the card
1: most ferocious yeah. men on the roster
0: and then he takes out this up and coming superstar who is loved yeah. by the fans Mustafa Ali this is going to be one of the better feuds of 2019 i think it's not going to it's not going to steal the entire show but they are going to put on some but, I, I'm assuming they're probably not going to steal the entire show with their program. Like, you normally got to have a pretty hot program for it to steal yeah. steal everybody's hearts like that. But I think this is going to be I, a solid program from start to finish, and I'm excited to see Ali versus Joe.
1: I'm really excited to see, hopefully, a bit of Joe's more athletic side.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's been a bit since we've seen because
1: that. Because he, he is a super athletic and agile big guy, mm-hmm. and you don't see it as much, so I'm hoping that Ali brings it out Right?
0: Yeah. I think he it probably will. Cool. It's going to be, um, it's going to be reminiscent of Samoa Joe and AJ Styles back in the early days in TNA. I think that's Joe's going to break out that type of style. I think to match Ali's quick pace. Yeah. Mm.
1: And then we had, uh, their tag team partners from last week. Yes. Facing off in a singles match, which oh is, God. we'll just say it now, both of our match of the week. Yep. Loved uh, it Loved because it. Andrade also, are they just going with Andrade now?
0: They the are, yeah. That's the only really negative takeaway of Ugh. this segment. They quietly dropped the Cien Almas and just went with Andrade. I loved so that. did I.
1: Almas even just in general, just talking like Almas, yeah, yeah. Almas. I just
0: Almas. love saying his name, Andrade Cien Almas, right? Like that just yeah. has a cool I also ring up to it.
1: What Cien and Almas means? Cien's uh, one hundred. Okay. Um, and Almas means souls. Interesting. Which I think is just really cool, like 100 Souls. 100
0: like, Souls, yeah. I didn't know that. Like That's a really souls, cool like, thing.
1: I think it just is a really cool other thing to it. And I was like, oh, that now that I know that, I see it in a different light. That's really cool. That like he's like a, he's a soul taker. Like he goes mm. out and <laughs> destroys people because he does. He really but does.
0: It's just it's they, weird hearing like the announcers now. They're going to be saying Andrade as opposed yeah. to Andrade Cien Amas. I I like that better. That has a better I, ring to it. Yeah. Um. We'll we'll see if I, WWE sticks with that though. They very yeah. well could turn back uh, the clock and give him his last name back. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. But
1: although uh the, if that's what we're nitpicking about yeah about this match, <laughs> yeah going, yeah let's talk God. about the good stuff holy so crap the match last week seeing just those two last week in the ring together it was surpassed yes it I was think it was a slower build i i think oh week, okay nowhere i all think right. that they built really well in this match they where did. it was like okay yeah yeah you know it's it's good you know it's a good match i think last week actually might have been and then all of a sudden i was like Oh, my God. So (laughs)
0: when that match started getting built up, it had that slow pace to it at the start. And Mm -hmm. when you get those matches that when you have two very athletic guys like that with such a slow pace, you're like, oh, oh, okay, All right. Something's going down here right now. We got to we got to watch this unfold in front of our eyes. And they didn't disappoint in this match. They had a crucifix bomb, another Canadian destroyer. They had a, a
1: different transition yeah. to too, which was wild to go from the power bomb to it.
0: Uh huh. And they oh also they also had that crazy Karana sent to the outside, a six one nine, and oh my god, and almost getting put over six
1: one nine. Was it a six one nine? Was caught and then put into yes. A, Fisherman carry and then thrown into a crucifix, crucifix
0: bomb. bomb. Yeah, that's what it was. Are that's how it went kidding down. Me? And then Almas oh finishing God. off Rey Mysterio the way that he finished off Drew McIntyre to capture the NXT, the NXT championship. championship. I loved it.
1: GT from the top rope at the turnbuckle, yeah. too, and just, uh, oh. And Selena, Selena Vega got the distraction on the referee that led to, although I never understand. I mean, I guess distracting the competitor. For that one split second, like Ray did have that look over like mm-hmm. ref pay attention, but they always act as if they're doing something illegal when they just hit the ropes <laughs> yeah and then they fall to <laughs> wrestling it's
0: remote. so like, funny yes. watching wrestlers because they just get so distracted <laughs> so easily like yeah. someone's like, entrance music hits let's <laughs> completely forget what's going on in the ring and turn around and look at the ramp like <laughs> they literally just <laughs> yeah yeah like come on <laughs> who's over there i i hear music An
1: amazing match though yeah. i i loved i honestly think looking back at it now i liked it more because of the build
0: yeah i do After too the start
1: yeah. i was like oh this is a little slow you know it's not it's good they're mm. amazing i'm like yeah and also ray's attire was on point oh fantastic awesome, the purple and light blue <laughs> yeah and then uh i'm like okay you know it's good it's good it's good. and then just so many moving parts to it of mm. just those two and selena amazing man like i so good. i can't say and Corey graves said it i think it was cory that he thinks that he said it in the match i think saying that ray has never been this fast like he's never been this quick and i'm like that, it might be accurate like he's put yeah on some matches that i don't know i've ever seen him put on he's like,
0: working at another I... level that he didn't touch before, and yeah, he may be he's quick for sure. I don't know if he's as agile as yeah, he's I ever am. been, but I think he but looks
1: up, for his age. He's a he's man. crisp. He's been wrestling. Oh,
0: yeah, is he ever crisp in that ring? Yeah. Like, he I think that's what separates Rey Mysterio. You can tell the difference between, say, somebody like Rey Mysterio and a Kalisto with their lucha style because. Rey Mysterio is just so crisp when he delivers those hurricananas. He's so crisp when he does a high-flying move. He doesn't look out of place at times, whereas other superstars who do the Lucha Libre style, you know, the, the head scissor timing might not be there. They they don't work well with their opponents to time it right. However, Rey Mysterio goes in there, delivers a the hurricanana on anybody, and he makes it look like, they're a million bucks when they sell it. I, I don't know exactly. how he does it, but Rey Mysterio is an absolute legend, and he pulled the absolute best out of Andrade and Almas. This should have been the main event, but it wasn't for whatever reason. Which is fine.
1: The main event was a good match. I did enjoy the main it event. It should
0: have been switched, though, 100%. Yes, Playing off 100%. of last week with uh, it's, it's Almas a weird, winning last it's a week. Weird yeah.
1: thing to have. Well, one, they went back to back with Ali and Joe. And then Andrade and Ray, which is weird because Mm -hmm. Ali and Joe didn't get a match. Yep. And also, like, break it up. But also, the weird thing is, like, the big showmanship of Shane O'Mac's birthday seems like a middle-of-the-card thing.
0: That's what I was thinking, too, yeah.
1: It's not the main event thing, which is fine, but Mm -hmm. regardless— amazing match ran and Andrade. If you haven't watched it, go back and watch it. Yep. And-
0: casual fans as well. Like the, <laughs> I, I doubt yeah. there's any casual fans just watching this podcast or listening to oh. it. But yeah. if you are listening, watch that match. If you watch one match all year from 2019 so far that is yeah. the match to watch uh it's very 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 good okay let's uh roll through these last two segments here
1: andy naomi what do you think
0: you know what it was weird because throughout the entire time i was watching i'm like why is jimmy going to this room to begin with but i loved the reveal of naomi i actually popped for it
1: i i felt it i was like i don't think that he's going to yeah the room. i think that he's i think that he's told naomi i thought when he got the key i thought he might just give the key to naomi and naomi was gonna come in and start a brawl
0: mm-hmm. but i like the but way they did I it was
1: like yeah i was like or he's gonna go and bring naomi somehow and then as soon as she he has that whole talk and mandy's like oh i want to ruin naomi's life i'm so much hotter than her whatever and then jimmy's like my wife yeah all right all right okay yeah. And just walks out. I was like, Naomi is about to beat the piss out of me. Oh yeah, uh-huh. I love it. And then <laughs> she came in, and Mandy got away. <clears throat> but mm-hmm. I, I, I liked the segment. I still think it's a bit of a weird.
0: Yeah, dude, it is weird. I will give them this. I
1: like the segment.
0: This has allowed Mandy Rose to develop heat with the WWE universe, right? Yep. Because they are showing she is a slime ball to get at this person that she doesn't like. She is trying to sleep with her husband, but then no, well, make it seem sleep, like yeah, it. sleep. Quotation marks, yeah, yeah. Um, like that is not a nice person, right there. You're like, okay, so you're gonna be a homewrecker. We don't like you already. Uh, and then Even Sonya Deville said
1: it. She's like Mandy. Yeah. I'm like.
0: Which I also like. That she's planted a, a bit seed. Of
1: good in Sonya there
0: is. Planting those seeds with Sonya. I love it because I think Sonya's got massive potential. Oh, um, yeah. I think
1: that she can be a really good face, too.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think she's got lots and lots of potential. That MMA style is taking over WWE, and she's going to do great uh, in the future. But yeah, Mandy Rose, I just liked that because it was a way to show off her sexy side right and in the proper yeah. way not having some uh cameraman walk in and seeing alexa bliss with her top off by the way why didn't alexa bliss say don't come in i'm changing after he knocked three times <laughs> that was because
1: bad vince mcmahon <laughs> likes to have girls without their clothes
0: yeah that was just really bad anyways yeah. go away from raw come back here to yeah. the good stuff uh but mandy rose yeah like that was i think it showed off her character perfectly gave her some microphone time which she has been doing well with and then it Naomi got a bit of a uh, brawl In with her but Mandy got away So there's more of a feud to be explored here and I want to see yeah. A match between them I think That's good you know Main event? Main event time alright So Shane Shane O'Mac
1: happy birthday Shane O'Mac First yes. of all those... first and foremost Happy birthday to uh, Shane Air McMahon you know yeah. and
0: Speaking O'Mac. of air holy crap Those Jordans are sick Oh, right? I, Oh my god You can be any color
1: you want. Red, white, black. (laughs) So three colors. Yeah. Three colors. But you can be any of three
0: colors. I'm loving Miz as basically a baby face. (laughs) He is so goofy. He's a
1: weird face, man. Like, I love it, though. I think he's good as a face. This
0: is what you call naturally getting over with the fans. It's what happened with the Usos. It's what happened with the New Day. And it's what happened now with uh, the Miz. When these heels that people just don't like... You know you're you're annoying. They just start to naturally get over with the fans, and they got to turn them babyface. And mm-hmm. they did that with Miz. It's weird seeing Shane and Miz together, but honestly, that it's not a bad combo because Miz can deliver in any promo segment that you give him. So yeah, yeah. It, that
1: package, that uh, video package, was really good.
0: It I was. It. I did. I like just it. liked
1: the whole the whole segment of like the promo aspect. I liked. I liked that we got a uh, one on one Miz verse uh sheamus match out of it and mm-hmm. also i really liked Shane o. max like i like the the miz is still being a heel in certain ways like he's being cowardly like well yeah. I, i'm not ready to wrestle what am i in and uh, like look i'm in a suit and then shane mcmahon has an amazing pump-up speech where he's like i wasn't in wrestling attire when i wrestled the best in the world Mm -hmm. but i won like i went out and won because you have to be ready and boba that's what being the best and like i'm just this is just like all right
0: yeah i'm sitting there like
1: oh no I'm gonna be a champion. We Shane, got this. Man, so motivated. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Ah, damn it! I want him to just come talk to me. Like, wake me up in the morning, Shane. Yeah. Just, like, I want that to be my his alarm. kids have got like, to be, be the, best the most. In the world. Yeah, his
0: kids are like the most motivated people in the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, very good segment uh, between. Good match out of yeah. it too. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I. I should. Sorry, I shouldn't say very good segment. Good segment. Uh, room to improve on with their character work though, uh, playing off of each other they've got the, you can see that they've got the groundwork there, but they still need a couple little more things with this feud, whether that be a match stipulation or whatever it may be another promo next week, but they need something more with this feud to get me interested in seeing the actual match
1: yep and the Sheamus Miz match uh, was good, I think Miz looked good I think Sheamus looked good
0: Yep, there was only like
1: right person 1.
0: I think they only had like 8 minutes to try to cram in the yep. match as well, so they did a good job with that. Yeah. Right yeah, man one. I won. think
1: the right person one um mm-hmm. and having the aspect of Shane interfering, not interfering, but preventing uh Cesaro from interfering mm-hmm. and putting him through a table, distracting um Sheamus, the way that Miz won was good because it a roll up keeps your champion strong.
0: It does, yeah. It's right? a it's a so, go to. It's easy yeah, to so build up other people when you roll them up. The
1: way that he won, um, and then like it was nice on the aspect that you're seeing like they beat up on Sheamus. I, like those, there's still those little heel things about about Miz. Yep. and he he influences Shane in a little bit of a heel way that way, and um, but also Shane coming to Miz's defense right
0: yeah like, no it, it was it's a cool partnership i think there's potential here uh yeah, it potential gives is a great word when you get on screen with the boss's son it's not a bad thing put no. it that way because he's and I like gonna it, be watching part
1: of it still makes me think that the Miz is like such a user in this situation yeah. <laughs> And I love it though, like I, the way that he's like just over the top with everything. I'm like, God, he's just using him. I feel, like. yeah. But it it oh, makes
0: me wonder. He, he
1: reminds me of Loki. He reminds me of Loki from the Marvel Universe. Like, <laughs> I want to trust you,
0: but <laughs> like, you're so evil all yeah. the time. <laughs> I love that reference. Miz is the Loki of the WWE. That <laughs> yeah, is too funny. I mean, um, yeah, like just with the Miz there though. Like, I wonder if they're gonna do something where the bar ends up beating them, right? And Miz just shows his true colors the entire time, and then he beats up Shane McMahon, turning right back heel, and they lead into, I don't want to say it, but Miz and Shane at WrestleMania, you know?
1: Shane Shane needs a match at WrestleMania.
0: And, I mean, Miz is a solid, (laughs) dependable worker, so it might be going that direction. Yeah, who knows? Um... I don't know. It would be interesting. What if Shane was the one who turned on Miz at the end and you had a Miz be the baby face versus a heel Ooh, Shane? right? That could be good too. That could end up working. I don't know what they're going to do, but there is potential there. I like that. Or maybe they end up winning the tag team championships and stay together as a tag team. The best in the world Forever, tag team. For
1: the, rest of, for the rest of their lives. Yeah.
0: But then- that is going to do it for the podcast. Essentially, we've got a couple things though. Uh,
1: match of the week obviously was Andrade vs. Ray We've yep. already spoke on your, but, your MVP
0: uh, My MVP of the week is Finn Balor Because that man was awesome
1: Yep, uh, Sasha Banks because uh, Just rewind the podcast And listen to me rave about her yeah. <laughs> Earlier um, Also quick shout out I meant to say in the triple threat match Corey Graves Is amazing After Dean Ambrose lost And Corey Graves goes Why are you so quiet Renee?
0: Oh my god Oh, that's good. That's gold. Oh, just
1: the way that they play. He like called. I think he called Dean hubby, or he called uh, Renee wifey at one point during the oh match. Oh my
0: god! Like
1: just so good together, man. Oh, but he's yeah. good.
0: He's really, really good. Um, where can we find on you? Bob. One sec. One sec. Where can we find you on Twitter, there, Bob?
1: <laughs> um, Bob's wrestling. B o b s r a s s l-i-n Bob's wrestling
0: I love that little book there uh, putting it up right to the screen I'm gonna do the same here you can find me on Twitter at conman 167 it's just like that beautiful but as always I've been con and I've been Bob and that was the con and Bob podcast